0: beautiful welcome to ratchet hipster podcast the ratchet hipster movement is about healing and elevating the black woman period i'm your host shell aka the ratchet hipster if you're ready to be you unapologetically tune in Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Ratchet Hipster. I'm your host, Shell, and i like to start by saying thank you for listening. Um, I won't go on and on this year, but uh, this year, this, this time, but hopefully if you're here, it's because you listened to Intentional Words Part 1 and you're like, I gotta hear what she's gonna say in Intentional Words Part 2. Um, if not, you know, take the time now to pause and go back and listen to Intentional Words Part 1 to catch up um, before we get into everything. Um, but if you've already caught up, thank you for joining us. All right. Um, so for this month's, and this is, I guess, two for one because we're still in the same month. So for this episode's um, quote letter affirmation, I have this letter that I wrote to myself Um, at the beginning of October. Each month, I like to write myself a letter of intention. And um, so I'm going to read you this one that I wrote to me in October. All right. So October 1st, 2022, dear Shell, hey girl, hey, here we go with another month of opportunity, growth, and life. I hope you know how blessed we are to be here, to have our health, to have our peace, to have our purpose. We are blessed. But with those blessings come work. It is an honor to be where we are, but life is about balance. So for Libra season, focus on balancing the scales, For every season of work, we must have a season of rest. There is a time, a place, and a season for everything. We have been in a season of stillness, rest, listening, and knowing. I believe it is a season to prepare. As we round out the year of 29, it's time to reflect and shed those parts of us we don't need next year. What parts of us do we need to burn and which do we need to nurture? Focus on what will even us out not too much rest that we don't accomplish goals, but not too much work that we wear ourselves out. I pray you find the balance of self and relationship. You must love yourself before you love another. I pray you are able to support yourself and give freely. I pray that you continue to be a student in life and honor your gift to teach and help. I pray you put as much work into your real life as you do your image and that they may reflect each other. I pray you freely enjoy your passions and share them amongst your communities. I hope you work as much as you rest and that you care for your mental, physical, and spiritual health. Remember who you were a year ago, five years ago. Ten, now think of the woman you want to be next year, in five years. Ten, honor the one who you learn from as you follow the path led by the one who inspires you. May you remember that what was has just as many lessons as what we as what will be also remember that this moment this moment in between here and there is exactly where you need to be preparation for all that is to come remember when the blessings come that you deserve every single one love michelle all right um that was my letter to myself in october and it's still it still very much rings true for me in this day so i just really wanted to share that with you as we go into the new year um as we go into 2023 um if that resonates with you i i hope that it comes true for you as well i hope that i pray all those things over you you as well if that's what you are seeking But because we don't want to (laughs) make this into a part three episode, we're going to go ahead and get started with um, Intentional Words of the Year, jumping back into year 2020. And again, if you haven't listened to the part one, go back and listen to the part one and then come back. All right, getting started. All right, so 2020's word was grace. I chose that word or my reason for choosing that word was because I realized that year that I didn't want to be superwoman anymore. Um, I wanted to slow down um, a little bit and I took this year to extend to myself especially but also to everyone around me, grace. Did not realize when I chose that word that we would be in a worldwide pandemic and quarantining and everything would be forever change and so grace was something that we would all need to have and to give but you know I chose grace unbeknownst to me. Um that year I was really into spirituality. Um that was the year I started Ratchet Hipster Podcast, whoop de whoop um but anyway that year I was choosing joy and being intentional about my joy and my purpose And I was loving that, Um, and so I wanted to give myself the grace to do that without all the pressure that I normally put on myself to achieve and to excel, and to do more and be more and go, go, go. Um, So like I said, uh, I was choosing my purpose and to walk deeply in my purpose. Um, So I was making moves with my daycare that year. I feel like I had like a vision on what what I wanted to see um, I was going to go into a rant of <laughs> with the daycare, but again, I wasn't. I didn't want to put the pressure on myself to get it done. So if it happened, it happened. You know that was for me is for me, and it can't be taken away. So I removed the pressure. Um, I felt like if anything was meant to be, that it would be, and that was that. Um, in my in my relationship, I stopped being so like nitpicky on everything um i get cuz i was giving myself the grace to figure out who i wanted to be now and who i wanted to show up as as a person as a wife as a mother as a business owner i was i was figuring myself out um and i wanted grace to do that i wanted to be able to do that freely without huge consequence you know um and i wanted to extend that same grace to him um you know figure your stuff out without consequence um without ain't my uh, reactions and so i feel like i had been trying to force communication like in the wrong ways i guess um and so it's just kind of like you go figure you out i'm gonna figure me out then we'll come back together and we'll figure us out um i I wanted grace because I wanted peace. I wanted peace in all aspects of my life. And peace requires forgiveness and grace is not holding on to things. So that's why I chose that word. Um, The actual definition of that word is um, approval and favor, disposition to, or an act or instance of kindness, courtesy, or clemency. Um, And so yeah, extension of grace. This year, that year, I mean, I feel like I was given one of my bigger purposes. Um, I was very focused and I was grateful to be there. Um, so while I was giving grace to myself and to the people in my life, I felt like God was giving grace and favor to me. Um, because like I said, I was really into spirituality, I was really into talking to the universe I was really into like praying to my ancestors and uh doing like tarot and crystals and things like that um which some of those things I still practice but like I again I have found they I feel like a healthy balance between religion and um spirituality but anyway um I feel like as I was talking to spirit in the universe God showed himself to me slowly um, he met me where I was he extended grace to me um, he also in that year if again we were in a worldwide pandemic there was a quarantine there was a lockdown there were months where people weren't really allowed to leave their house but I owned a child care center they never closed down child care centers they closed down schools but they did not close down child centers they child care centers. They was like, Nope, send those little snotty not giving you personal space, angels straight to daycare. Send them keep everything every single day. Don't never not once do we close down. Um, so we pushed through. Um and and I mean I feel like we did a great job. <laughs> I we we made we made it work. Um but I I never really got to fully stop to fully quarantine and take that break that I feel like a lot of people got I was a little jelly um but I am grateful that I chose grace that year because even though I didn't get a full stop I got to slow down um we didn't have as many kids coming in um so we didn't like some kids were just choosing to stay home and you know I respect that I appreciate that um But, so we got to slow down a little. I got to uh, act out some parts of my vision because we we weren't working as hard. You know what I'm saying? We were still open every single day. Hours still the same, 6 to 6, but, you know... It was it was at a slower pace and I got to really enjoy my kids and I, I gave myself the grace and the permission to just do what I love to do which was to take care of them babies to provide them with stability and structure in a, a year that was chaos and whoo and hectic outside of our four walls and they could come in and know what they were gonna get from us every day and I also got to take the steps to improve my center um, without being overworked on both sides, you know what I'm saying? So I was able to give myself the grace and the permission to do that without feeling guilty about not doing it in a certain amount of time or, you know, not not feeling so stressed while I was doing it and not putting so much pressure on myself. So I really think that grace played out in me giving myself a huge amount of grace to just do what I love to do, to just do what I enjoyed. Like I said, take care of those babies without the pressure. God was giving me the grace to re- to enact to to whatever to <laughs> to enact my vision that He had given me, and to slowly come, I guess, back to Him because um, my relationship with God had like deteriorated like a couple years back. I was I guess I could say I was angry, but I really hadn't realized it at the time. But like I said, he met me where I was starting with getting into spirituality, starting with slowing me down, um, and then just kind of dropping little breadcrumbs to get me to walk back, you know what I'm saying? But that was 2020 and the year of un, uh, unlimited grace. So that brings us to 2021. Um and my word for 2021 was balance. Um I chose balance because I felt like grace had been so good to me. Um in the year of worldwide chaos, my little world was kind of stable and someone like me I I I need a little stability. Um so Grace was, was good in my life and I wanted to extend that goodness um but I also wanted to honor my old self as well if you I this past couple of years I kind of been like pushing my old self away because she just worked so damn hard um but now I kind of knew that I would need her again um so this is about the time where I created like the the two parts of Nichelle and Shell um, the two parts of me that make me kind of a whole individual. Michelle is all work or mostly work, and Shell is a lot of play, a lot of chilling. Um, if it helps, Nichelle is like my adult. She handles business, she gets the job done, she's that overachiever. And while Shell is still an overachiever, Shell likes to play. Shell is the one that loves the babies. Shell likes to have fun. Shell likes to take her naps. Shell likes to, to chill. She's my inner child. Um, all right. So, But this is around the time where I I began to recognize the two sides. Um, And I wanted to find the balance between them. I wanted to find the balance between work and rest. I wanted to find my balance between self and others. Um, Because there needs to be a balance between choosing self and choosing others. I wanted to find the balance between service and selfish because I am a, a giver. And I'm here just, I I enjoy giving service, but you know, sometimes being selfish is is needed, it's necessary. Um, I wanted, again, peace. I wanted peace in all aspects of my life. I feel like the last couple of years, the words that were chosen were really me seeking a form of peace in some way, in some area of my life that was not peaceful. But I wanted to be at peace with myself in all aspects. Um, so I had this whole, you know, vision of purpose and what I was supposed to do and who I was supposed to be in this world. And I just knew that it would take a lot of work on my part. Um, so it was time to get, get, get back to it for real. Like, get up girl. You kind of chilled enough. It's time to go, go, go. But at the same time, I had tasted rest, um, because it, at the end of 2020, I had, closed down my center so i had kind of really really been chilling um and so i knew that i wasn't really interested i wasn't going to give my all in working myself to death anymore so i had to figure something out and that requires balance and that's why i chose the word balance for 2021 all right so the definition of balance I don't know if this is real if I made this up, <laughs> but it's to give equal attention to rest as well as work, stability produced by even distribution of weight on each side of the vertical axis, mental and emotional steadiness that one was important to me mental and emotional steadiness' goodness we were all over the place, right um and what I got out of that word that year is that when you. Or in order to learn balance, you have to go to the extremes of both sides of the scale. You kind of have to fully go into each each side to fully experience each side to kind of be able to pull yourself back. Right. And so, like I said, in is all work and shell is all play. And I chose to let both kind of run the show at different points and different times to kind of see what those extremes looked like. And then I could learn how to be, so I could learn how to be both in the shell and chill at the same time when I needed to be, but I needed to fully understand who they were completely. Right. So that year I ended up overworking myself to the point of health issues. Um, so we like that. Um, but okay, that was me giving the shell too much. Like, I can do I can do these things. Um, at that point I think I at that point I had accepted a new job and I was like trying to prove myself. I, I no longer have the desire to prove myself to anyone or anybody. Um, but that, that year, new, new environment, um, I was trying to prove myself. And I ended up overworking myself to the point of health issues, like I said. So that's the extreme of that, of work. Um, and then I just was like, okay, chill. And then I ended up resting so much that it began to jeopardize my work. And that is also an issue that I gave Shell too much time to just do whatever the hell she wanted to do for a time period. I was just like, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do. If I wake up today and I don't really want to do nothing, I'm not gonna do anything. And I kind of just got too laxadaisical in my demeanor, and it began to impact my work, which I don't like. I deeply value the my work and what I what I do, and what I um what I present to people or whatever. Um, so. I made oh that's me jumping, but I had to find the balance between that because overworking is clearly not it, and chilling to the point of not working at all is also not it. So I had to find the balance there between um, Nichelle and Shell and work and rest. Um, that year I made some decisions that I thought were in my best interest, um, choosing self. Um, that ended up hurting some people around me um and I don't necessarily like that so sometimes it's necessary but I can say that those decisions weren't probably the best decisions I've ever made in my life you know what I'm saying um in that same year I allowed other people to cross my boundaries like very very much so like not just sticking a toe over the line but stepping a whole motherfucking body over the line to cross my boundaries and I with no consequences and I didn't like that either um so I had to learn the balance in that in in choosing in choosing self sometimes you are going to hurt others but there's a certain compassion um to have with that when you do such a thing to me you can say fuck it if you want to Um, but also in having boundaries, you know, go listen to boundaries. Don't let people play with you. Like if people cross your boundaries, there are consequences. You're not going to get to fuck with me in the same ways that you used to. Um, so that year I really learned the balance between self and others. Um, I also put my all into giving like I said I'm a giver I love to serve I love to give back like it's it's just my it's the way that my heart works um but I was giving so much that I completely drained my cup I have nothing left to give to others and then what good am I you know what I'm saying um and then after that I kind of self-cared myself you know filled my cup too much if that's a thing (laughs) self carried myself into what I can what I would call an like internal emptiness because I do like to give and I kind of feel like I kind of took it too far I became a little too all about me for even my own good if there is such a thing is too much of a good thing there is such a thing as a little too much self-care in the way that I was doing it taking it to unhealthy extremes and so I kind of had to learn that balance between serving self and serving others oh excuse me um I I went I went to every extreme of each part of myself and I had to seek out the balance in between. Um, Like I stretched myself so, so, so very thin in 2021, last year, that I am still kind of recuperating from those stretches. I'm still kind of coming back into a solid form and we're at the end of 2022 here. We're going into 2023 here and I am still recovering from 2021 here. Did I learn balance though? Absolutely. <laughs> I I I now have a balance deeply in my life. I recognize when I'm going too far into one direction and I can pull myself back. Most times most times I can do that. I'm not gonna say every time. And I'm not even gonna say that every time that I want to. Sometimes the little whatever in me is like nope take it too far um so most times i i I want to pull myself back and i'm able to pull myself back um but i am still human which means that sometimes my scales still tilt a little too far one way or the other but for the most part i can balance myself out if and when need be and so i i appreciate the the balance that 2021 taught me (laughs) All right, so that brings us to our current year, 2022, and our current word of proximity. Um, so after all of 20, all that 2021 was, I wanted to see what it was like when you actually get all that you asked for. After struggling so much, what would it look like to be on the other side of the struggle? Um, to be just near the people they weren't struggling and to be in the places that i aspired to be in you know what i'm saying what you know like that that bible story like where the lady just touched the hem of the robe and she was healed i i wanted to just be in the rooms of successful people at the table um around the people that were doing the things that i felt like i was called to do um, to learn from successful people, um, you know they say when you're the, the smartest or the richest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. Well, I wanted to be in the right rooms, um, so I chose. I wanted, yeah, I chose proximity. I wanted that stuff to rub off on me. You know, in a sense, I put myself around successful people so I could learn from them, or I could, I'll say, quote unquote, successful people. What I at one point deemed of success. I feel like everybody has their own version of success. And at one point I had a certain idea about it. And it kind of changes for me sometimes. Um, But anyway, I put myself around successful people so I could learn from them. I put myself around connected people so I could network as much as my social anxiety would allow me to. Um, I put myself around godly people so that I could learn to pray and trust and communicate with God because that's just not something that I just really grew up necessarily knowing how to do but now I felt like I had I was really starting this relationship with God like December of 2021 kind of it began and then 2022 it was just like me and God I won't fuck with nobody but him (laughs) um so yeah I put myself around people that really loved God and so I could I could learn to be one of those <laughs> um, I put myself around people that like to have fun and go out because I wanted to enjoy myself more I wanted to try new places and try new things and so I, I put myself around people that would do those things um, and it seemed to be working out at the beginning of the year I had a great first half of the year because it seemed like everything was working working in the ways that I wanted it to right um and so the definition of proximity is the quality or state of being proximate uh, closeness and then halfway through the year I learned a second meaning I don't know where why I didn't know this meaning when I first looked it up but at some point during the year halfway through the year I looked it up again Um, and I found this meaning that means very near or soon forthcoming. And that changed the game for me for some reason. Like, what, what do you mean? Anyway, so what I got out of proximity this year was that like the first half of the year, I was like, oh my God, I'm meeting all these people. Like I'm, I'm meeting big quote-unquote people um like game-changing people I'm making all these connections like people know who I am you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm making little ripples that I can turn into waves one day like you know it's just planting seeds now but who knows where that's gonna go um I'm in I'm in the spaces where I can make real changes here like I'm in the rooms that I want to be in I'm sitting at tables that I want to sit at. Um, my name is being mentioned in rooms that I'm not in yet like that's dope to me Um, I was I was super excited at the beginning of this year about everything that was happening I felt like I was close to the things that I aspired to be right um i'm i was getting really close to god like there were just personal things that that i saw that i heard that happened that, that were just inexplicable in any other way i'm actually watching church regularly because at that point i don't want to i don't think we were in person um so i was actually like quote unquote going to internet church like regularly and excited about it like i'm 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 putting things into practice like I've never been this way (laughs) I've never picked up my Bible willingly you know what I'm saying um so I'm building my relationship with God and I I like that um I was enjoying my life. I was enjoying the place that I was in in my life. I was going out. What did I say? I was dressing up and going out more. I was hanging out. I was trying new places. I was experiencing new things. I was a, a tourist in my own city. And that was super fun. I had like a little mini hot girl summer. Like I had a good time. Like things were great. And then that second half of the year came. And I learned the other half of. The other definition of proximity and it kind of opened my eyes or I would say I had my eyes forced open per usual I don't really come to things on my own I have to kind of be forced into seeing things like god damn it okay so I feel like my eyes were forced open and it I was like this is not it this is not what I thought it was this life that I'm living is not quite it right Um I still wanted these things I still wanted to be in you know rooms and connected and enjoy my life and my relationship with God but I was just like not like this this is I don't I no longer feel like this is where I'm supposed to be alright and I, I it just started feeling really weird. I again, I still want all these things, but not like this because you learn that all connections aren't good connections. You don't want to be connected to everybody, even 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 if they seem great. The other side is not always great. You don't want to be connected to everybody. So, I started pulling back. Um, all religious people ain't really religious. I'll give them that they are human, but a lot of people use Religion as a front to kind of obtain the things that they want, and I don't like that. Um, what I okay, I feel like I said my autism doesn't like fakeness, like be who you say you are because that's who I'm expecting you to be. And so, I don't like when you're one way one day and one way another day. I don't, I can't, I can't do it. Um, um, I learned that some tables you don't really need to be sitting at, like those tables where when you're sitting there and things are kind of you're if you're sitting at these tables that you so-called want to be at you know you got to sit at the table but at that table mm, you side eyeing things you probably don't need to be at that table because when you walk away from the table at any given time they're doing those same things like behind your back so certain certain tables you really don't need to be a part of even if you want to and so, I learned the second part of of proximity, near and forthcoming. And I was just like, oh, okay. This was just a setup here. Like I said, this was just planting seeds. This ain't where I'm meant to be. This is not my destination. This is just the beginning of things, right? It's just coming. This isn't everything that I've asked for, like I thought. This is just like a, a preview of all that is to come, you know? So... I was like, I'm making connections. I've I've been making connections all year. People know me. I've been making big moves. I I did great things this year. Like, sometimes I don't give myself enough credit because I I really forget, like, a lot of shit. Like, oh, wait, that was this year? Like, oh, yeah. So I did some great things this year. I made some big moves. I put in a lot of effort, and then I was feeling like, you know, what's the point? like i'm not like i said i'm not really seeing it i forget about sometimes my excellence and that's part of why i overachieve because i forget that oh i just did this amazing thing onto the next one um i wasn't necessarily seeing my my big works and my big efforts and my connections and this the the second definition of soon forthcoming it was just kind of like be patient because again it, it's not now. It's coming. You know what I'm saying? And When I started feeling like I'm doing so much, it was just like, be patient. Wait on it. Divine timing, baby. It ain't the time right now. But when it is time, you'll know. And it'll be bigger than this and better than this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the plans that I had, the visions that I was given, like, they will happen in their right time. It was more, I would say, preparation to be next to those people, you know, to, so when you, so when you get what you're going to be given, you don't, you don't fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just practice for you. Like, it's not coming right now, but they're coming when they're supposed to. So both parts of that, of the definition came true. I was close to and next to all the things that I wanted, all the things that I felt like I needed, all the things, all the places that I felt like I needed to be, yes, absolutely but I was also being set up for everything that is coming everything that is soon to come everything that I needed to be prepared for and so I am very glad that I chose that word and it definitely absolutely came and played itself fully out in the good year of 2022 right so um i with that, with the way this year played out, and with things kinda just being shown to me, I was so picky in choosing my twenty twenty three word all right, so for twenty twenty three drum roll, please, the word is restoration, <laughs> all right, um, I was skeptical about this word because of resurgence but that just means that we gotta look deeper into the definition right so this word actually chose me i believe anyway so i was like in walmart one day i was looking for some birthday candles and it just kind of popped into my head and like when i say i literally did like a little jump shout like in the self-checkout line like oh yes that's it like london tipton like yay me that type of thing like i was super excited like i didn't really care nobody was looking at me like what the fuck with this girl but like i was like yes that is the word like it just was like there and yes i was super excited because restoration like that sounds about like what i would enjoy for a year <laughs> um so like because i've I'm in this 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 space where I feel like I can make any moves that I want like this blank canvas of 30 that I've been talking about like and I'm ready for everything that is to come yes bring me restoration what does that look like right so the definition of that. Is an act of restoring or the condition of being restored, such as blah blah blah, then it gives me choices, right? and so one of the choices was like replacing teeth but i figured you know if i have choices on how i'm going to be restored and the ways that i will be restored because you know the definition is giving me choices well let me choose the way that i would like to be restored let me pick my definition for my word for my year let me be all the way intentional right so anyway the choice that stuck out to me was c and it goes a restoring to an unimpaired or improved condition so the full definition or whatever would be an act of restoring or the condition of being restored such as a restoring to an unimpaired or improved condition slightly better to me than resurgence because this kind of means that i'll I'm gonna go back to the shell before the hurt, to the shell before the trauma, or I'm gonna be better after it. I'm improved. I'm 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 a softer shell. I still learned the tough ass lessons. I said I was gonna pause my cursing. I still learned the lessons, but I'm a softer version of me now. I'm improved. I'm 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 back and I'm better. That type of deal, you know, not just not to an old state, but to a new state, a better state. And so yes. I like this definition, I like this word, and the fact that it chose me means a lot more than me seeking it out. Restoration is finding me, um, which kind of goes into this whole mode of life that I'm in. Letting things come to me and not being that hustler, that get up and go. Not being so damn manly and, and, and working my ass off, but just letting things blow into my life letting things find me where I am and meet me where I am anyway because that's neither here nor there Um. so I don't really know exactly how restoration will play out for me in the good year of 2023 but because I don't know because it's a blank canvas and because I know the power of the tongue and the power of words and the power of intention why don't I speak you know affirming words over my year why don't I speak uh good good intentions good things over my word over my year over the direction of the next 365 days this is me saying you should also do that but you know now I actually said it all right so this year or well yeah in 2022 my most played song you know when um spotify and apple music they do those like rear year wrap it up things and they tell you you know you listen to this song so many times you listen to this album you listen to this artist that type of thing well when i'm going to tell you that my most listened to artist was obviously taylor swift like that was not a surprise it's never a surprise it's always that way um <laughs> but my most played song this year Was You Will Win By Jekyll and Carr. And when I say I played That song a million And two times like In the car in the shower All over the place like To the point where like my baby will sing That song she would be like it's your Winning season like and my baby Be singing her butt off too but That was my most Played song of 2022 So that to me you know hearing that at the end of the year especially once I hear that my word for the next year is going to be restoration I'm like oh heck yeah I didn't curse heck yeah it's my winning season the year of restoration like the doy um (laughs) and all year I've been Saying The 30 would be my winning season Listening to the song For most of 29 But just kind of affirming to myself That 30 was not the year to play with So even without paying much attention to it I was making 2022 a setup up year In my in proximity You know soon forthcoming My winning season was on its way And also just kind of naturally making 2023 my 30 year my winning season without even paying much attention just going through life letting things happen and and i love when things happen like that anyway so for 2023 i see this as my restoration year in three ways and now i'm actually going to speak that life over my year that i said that i was going to um i see it being my restoration year in three ways my home my um my relationship relationships and my career um a huge theme that i've kind of had in my head since about 2020 2021 um probably towards the end of 2020 um when i started going through these tower moments um is that when god takes from you he often replaces with bigger and better. He doesn't have to learn that shit, learn that lesson, but he often does. He takes things from you for a reason. You have to make room for more. You know, you can't ask for certain things. You can't ask for more if you, if you don't have the space. You can't like buy a brand new couch if your living room is full of crap. You have to clear the space to make room for something more, for something better, correct? So anyway, when God, usually when God Takes from you, he replaces with bigger and better And you know, cause he is who he is Um, uh, so For me, I don't know if people Pay attention or if I've even said it Because I'm pretty I can, I'm, I try to be Transparent, but for the most part I am pretty private, at least until I've processed it myself and then I'm Comfortable putting it into the world Blame that on my 12th house Scorpio, but whatever Um, I see my life being restored in three ways. So, the first one being our home, my home. So, we sold our house in 2021, um early 2021, and it was the best decision at the time. No, I don't regret it. Um but at the same time that was the house that I gave birth to my baby and you know what I'm saying? I was in that house for about five years that was like my longest ending address since childhood like I was in the same house for childhood stability is very important to me um but like I understand why I had to move you can't heal in the places that broke you you can't heal in the same spaces where you know you got sick you have to go somewhere else um you have to move so I understand why I had to move I understand the actual physical reasons why I was like I can't be here my baby can't be here and I understand the emotional spiritual reasons why I could not stay in these places um I keep saying these places because I've moved like multiple times since then I hate moving again I love stability so moving just disrupts all my routines and I have to make new ones and it's just a it sucks um anyway um I like I said I understand why I had to move I had to reach new levels of healing I had to reach new levels of growth so I get it but I don't get it I don't like it I should say um another and I also learned throughout this time of transition that's what I like to call it um is that I I can be my own home. Like, I can find home within myself. And honestly, if I'm being honest, within my kid. Because being on being on the spectrum, like, now that I know, now that I have the words, I know why I get, like, overwhelmed, uncomfortable. I don't like being in other people's houses. Like, I don't like sleeping in new places. I don't like going, you know... I wherever I am, I'm going to go home so I can go to bed. But like being in a new home, this is your new home, but it's just not what you're used to. Like I don't I don't like it. I, uh but I became comfortable with as long as I would have my my partner there, my husband there. I was good he was my home he was my stability so we could go places and you're there okay even if my environment is odd to me and overwhelming to me and too much for me I'm okay because you're here Um, and now I couldn't do that anymore now we're not living together anymore so now I'm in a new place and I'm alone and I just was like this is overwhelming I have to develop super new routines you know around myself but I learned to do that I learned to call myself home you know what I'm saying wherever I am and also wherever my kid is because something happens if even me and her are in a new place the mommy overdrive kind of kicks in and my own sense of uncomfortable, my own sense of overwhelm kinda goes down so I can make sure that she's comfortable, that she's okay in a new space, in a new environment, and it's not too much for her. Like the first thing that we do anywhere we go is set up her space, her room to make sure she has some stability going excuse me going on. But like um throughout these transitions, like I said, I found home in myself. So now I can do that for myself. Um But all of that to say that, like, now I just feel like 2023 will restore my home, that was in, like, air quotes, in the form of stability and longevity. Like, I won't have to keep, like, moving and and getting, moving and finding new routines and finding new ways to be efficient and make things work and all this crap. I will get somewhere and sit down. Like, I want to, I just want to be in my space like and to be comfortable like i i need i don't know i'm I'm ready for for that so 2023 restoration as far as my home i'm thinking it'll be in the form of longevity and stability because i even within even even in our house in any apartment that we've been in or i've been in like it's just been hard to find my own space like just a space that's just for me where I can just truly like unmask be alone be myself do the weird things that you do when you're by yourself and just like not have to worry about being something for someone or expecting someone to have a need and you can just like do nothing and nobody's gonna look at you crazy like I miss having my literally own space you can't even come in here type of space so um that is something that i'm also looking forward to in this next year um and i know that it's on its way because proximity and restoration you know it was soon forthcoming and now it's on its way (laughs) now it's almost here that's that's what we're gonna say um And then next would be in my relationships. So throughout this time of transition again, I have learned what I want and don't want, and also what I need and require in relationships. I have learned what I'm willing to tolerate. I have learned my boundaries. I have learned how to communicate my boundaries. I have learned how to remove myself from situations when this thing for me that are no longer serving me. That's how you properly say it. <laughs> I've learned to remove myself from situations that are no longer serving me. Um, and I've also just bettered my relationship with myself, um, taking the power back for myself of self-love and self-care, and self-appreciation, like no one will be able to um to change my mind about me I'll say um going forward and and again in this time of transition I've bettered my relationship with God again like we we went rocking for a minute and now we are and so with those things knowing who I am in myself and loving myself and knowing who God is and knowing what he wants for me it's I feel that I am now better able to navigate through relationships and that goes for friendships like well let me say that that goes for platonic relationships romantic relationships family relationships that goes for everything I'm better able to navigate through them handle myself I know things about myself now I can communicate things about myself now hell I can communicate things that you're putting off now like I can now verbalize your body language isn't you know your energy ain't working with me I can I can I have the language for certain things now and so when the right or wrong people come into my life I can still stand in my truth and say yes you can stay nah no, you gotta go because I know who I am I know what I want for me I know what I want in my life like I have this newfound um, I don't want to say com- I don't know what the word for that would be, but just like I I know better now, so I'm gonna do better. Um, and I will say that me personally, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like from infancy, like I just love. Love like the gooey shit, the gushy. Sh- oh, I'm Carson the gushy stuff. Like I love love. I'm a, I'm a rom-com person. All I read is like romance novels for most of the time. Like I love love, and so I have this fairy tale vision for myself. Um, and I always have, but I kind of just was like, well, you know, let's be real. You know, that's a movie. That's a book. This is real life. Um, but now I don't care. Now I know like I, I also deserve that fairy tale I feel like there was a little bit of self-worth that would say mm, maybe you don't get the fairy tale that's just for the movies but no I deserve a fairy tale and I want that for myself um, and so now I've learned that you know to wait for that and to not settle for anything less than what I envision for my life if you can't meet me where I am up here then you're technically not serving me you know what I'm saying so you can move around um and so I think that while I'm not definitely not saying that oh I'm gonna find true love in 2023 like I'm not even necessarily seeking that I'm saying that 2023 will be restoring my faith in love of self my responsibility my faith and love in others like all of those things my faith and love in 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 god like those types of things in 2023 it will restore my fairy tale like ideals of love and that may mean i just get to see someone else do it you know what i'm saying i I, that may just mean i get to see one of my best friends have their fairy tale endings you know what i'm saying like it could just be like yep it's still there, fairy tales are real. That could just be it. But I'm I I would love to see it. If it's me, if it's someone I love, like it doesn't matter. Like twenty twenty three is going to restore my faith in fairy tales. Um and then what was my third one? My third one's career. So I feel like twenty twenty three will be a restoration of career for me. Um I will say I felt like I was kind of at the top of my game when I was doing daycare, when I was doing childcare or not necessarily at the top, but like I was on the way up real close to the top. Like I felt like I would be doing daycare forever. I felt like I was going to take that building to the top to its highest capacity, fix it up, get, do all these things, like get a I was going to do a lot um and then move on and start another one that type of thing like childcare was going to be it for me but here I am 2 3 years later and I'm not even in that field anymore I'm in an entirely different field so like my entire <laughs> career path was moved and changed and like removed from me um and so I had to learn that what am I saying? No, there we go. So I feel like 2023 or is going to restore my career and not in childcare, but just in general. Throughout this transition time, this time of transition, that's what I'm calling. It. Um, throughout this time of transition, I've kind of learned that mm, working for other people is not for me. Like I knew that when I started my business. Like that's literally why I started. Child care on my own because I was like, I don't like working for other people. I, you're not gonna keep telling me what to do. I don't like when you treat other people like this and you treat me this way. It was a lot, but I was, I don't like working for other people. Um, and so I know now I'm gonna continue to always choose to work for myself for the most part. Any whatever it needs to look like, Shell is gonna work for Shell. Um, I also kind of work. learned that I'm not really cut out for like standard jobs like nine to fives and you know your your average career like I'm gonna do some off the wall stuff like when I say no one saw me going into childcare. like it was completely crazy to everyone around me everyone that knew me I would get it for years like I you work with kids like because I was a spoiled brat quote unquote as a kid it's like you work with kids i never saw that i never thought you would have kids da, 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 da. and here i am dealing with 30 kids every day and then having my own like and i love being around kids i love the babies like i love kids kids i like kids more than i like adults like k- adults get on my nerves kids at least they have an excuse like you're a kid you're learning adults are still learning too but you should just know a little bit better whatever off subject um But I know that I'm not meant to work standard jobs. And one of my, I made a 30 things to do while I'm 30 list because I never quite did um, a 30 before 30. I never finished one. I made several, but I never really finished one. So I just compiled like a bunch of the things that I kept putting on those lists into a 30 things to do while I'm 30. Um, And one of those things was to work when I wanted to work and not when I had to work that's that's one of my goals this year I want to work when I feel like working and not because I have to um and shoot not even a good solid month into writing that it, it freaking happened um and so that's where I'm at then that's kind of where I want to stay I don't want to leave this place I I want to work when I want to work if today feels like a nappy day the work from bed type of day I want that freedom if today feels like a go 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 we got meetings we got this we got that kind of day that's cool I just, I have the energy for that today but every single day on someone else's clock on someone else's time having to do this and change my schedule when I when I don't like changing my schedule like those types of things it's overwhelming to me and it's also uh it affects me differently so it's just not i'm not built i'm not built for that i used i like to say that i'm built tough but i'm not built for that type of shit stuff mm. um and so that's kind of what i feel like this year will restore for me success in my career and my career will be me doing things that i truly enjoy it's not that I don't enjoy working. I enjoy everything that I do. I enjoy having meetings. I enjoy working from home. I enjoy playing with kids. Like I enjoy every aspect of the, the of what I do, but just on different days. I can't do everything every day. I can't I can't play with kids every single day. That drained me. I love them love my babies to death i miss them but every single day was a lot for me um i can't have meetings every single day or all the time like that is socially draining like having to 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 do that like that's that's i like it but not every day i don't like to do those same things every single day so that's where i'm at when i i want to fluctuate i want my work to fluctuate with my energy levels And so I've kind of built my life around that. And so 2023, I I am saying that this year, there we go, will bring success to my career and that my work will be play Um, and that I'll get to do it on my own time and when, you know, and my own energy and that I'll continue to get that choice and be successful in that way um and that success will also be by my definition um and not just what society deems as success, as successful that's a lot of seasoning. um success will be what i want it to be and to me being successful is to be happy and to be paid well because i've been happy and broke but who wants to who wants to be broke and i've been paid and unhappy but who wants to live like that either so my definition of success is to be both happy because my work will be play I love what I do I have to love what I do and it has to serve a purpose I thoroughly enjoy um serving people and helping people so like it has to it has to be meaningful and I just need to be paid well because you know like I have to survive and I got a whole kid to take care of that kind of thing so they have to go together they have to go together real bad they are not worth it by themselves like to be happy and not paid or paid and not happy and uh-uh, not get somebody else to do it I want to be happy and paid and that is my definition of success so that is basically how I want well, not how I want. I want 2023 to restore me in the way that it needs to. But if I, if I'm going to say that's what I think is going to happen, those are the three ways that I think 2023 will bring restoration into my life. Home, relationship, career. Alrighty. So we've gone over all the words. Um, Short recap, just in case what is it too long don't wanna read um 2016 was grateful to be grateful for what you have while you're waiting on what's to come i do still think that's a good word for you to choose gratitude is something that you should use every single day like i am grateful every single day for things big and small seen and unseen um Engage. 2017 was engaged um be sure that you are engaging with and to the right people places and things because like i said i didn't engage in myself and that was probably the biggest thing that i should have engaged in especially being a new mom um 2018 was persevere um just make sure you're not summoning your own storm with these types of words like if it's thundering and cloudy and the storm's rolling in Yes, say, God, let me persevere through this. But if it's clear sunny skies, mm-mm, get somebody else to do it. Don't bring on that storm. Don't ask for that storm. Um, 2019 was resurgence. So um, if you're going to choose words like this, be sure that your past self is still in alignment with your future self and your future goals. You know, don't bring the old you into a new life that's requiring a new you so a resurgence like the word but just make sure it's for you um 2020 was grace um my advice for things like that is to make sure that you're willing to extend that grace to others and not just to yourself grace for everybody grace for you grace for you grace for her grace for him grace for everyone including yourself don't extend grace to others and not extend it to you and don't extend grace to yourself and not give it to others if you're going to ask for that word you got to be open to forgiving and giving grace to everyone all right um 2021 was balanced um remember that in finding balance you have to go to both extremes you'll be stretched to both ends in order to find the middle ground that's my only caution with that word um 2022 was proximity i'm just gonna say make sure you read the whole definition (laughs) when you pick your words um and then when choosing words like this know that that's that's a preparation mode know that that's a setup year know that a lot may not happen in you know above the surface this year but under the surface the roots are, are digging down deep you know what i'm saying the seeds are being planted things are going to happen but this is the year to make room so everything that you're asking for can can have space when it gets here you need to make room for everything that's on its way um and practice gratitude um and so those are my words for 2016 to 2023 Um, I hope that you enjoyed them. I hope there was some insight there. And I hope that when you choose your word for this year or chose your word for this year, because as of this release date, it is 2023, um, that you really put some thought into it, really put some intention behind it, really spoke life over it, really wrote down what you want to see happen with that this year. Like, make sure that when you choose your word, when you choose your intention, make sure that you define it. way that you need to define it and make sure that you speak life into it make sure you speak life over your year make sure you're writing down the things that you want to see happen because a goal not written is only a wish all right writing um or scripting it it solidifies things it puts it on paper it makes it real um and then like go back at the end of the year and see how much came true like you never know until you try it But with that being said, happy new year. I hope 2023 brings you all the blessings that you're asking for and then some. And remember that if 2023 is a lesson year for you, that lessons are also blessings because they're helping you to grow. They're preparing you for something better. So it may be a tough year for some of us. I'm not speaking it on me. It may be a tough year for some of (laughs) y'all, but remember that the tough years are preparation for the good years like i would not be able to enjoy what i hope this year is if i hadn't gone through these past two or three years if i hadn't gone through this transition time i wouldn't appreciate the restoration of 2023 as much as i damn sure plan to all right so if this is a lesson year for you we praying for you but hopefully it's 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 a blessing year. Um and with that I will see you guys next month with Weird Black Girl. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Ratchet Hipster Podcast. I'm your host Shell, and before we wrap things up, I would just like to invite you all to like and share our Facebook page. Ratchet Hipster Podcast. Like and share our Instagram page, the dot hipster, and follow me on Twitter. I shoot the number four stars. Alright? Um, and as always, you can email me at ratchethipsterpodcast at gmail.com. I love you guys. I love when you send in your, your letters, your journals, and I love your feedback. Um, be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts google podcast anchor spotify we're available on most listening streams but just be sure to leave us a review i love that um and i appreciate you guys until next time